0: dead I am. Guys, it is your friend and partner, Randall Crabmeat Thompson. I'm here today, man. Our show is sponsored by Free Napkins. That's right, you don't have to buy anything, just go into a gas station or a Chipotle. They got some high quality shit in there, man. Just take what you want and fuck the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Get a fork, a spoon, whatever you need while you're at it, man. The world is your oyster. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is out here with no mustard. Mustard is free, baby. We live in a free country. It's 2019, little daddy. That's right. It's 2019, poppy. Yeah, and we out here. It's still dead ass. Uh, it's dead ass forever. Yeah, I'm. I'm the host of the show. Um, and yeah, this is it. This is the show. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome. Welcome back. Um, we had to take some time to get my website fucking straight and all of that man you know i got so many different things to do and people always say oh you know why don't you do this why don't you do that uh as far as like a platform or the medium or um the sponsorships or or, or any shit like that and so it's taking a while to kind of figure that kind of stuff out man but you know we here we back for good man how are you how have you guys been how was your summer vacation dear diary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dead ass. Uh hey you want to know what I'm doing I'm doing all kinds of things man um, per usual man uh, I, hey I'm the I host a, a different thing um, I am the host of just F and comedy at the dive bar that's every Monday on Flamingo in Maryland uh, the place is called the dive bar it's not just a dive bar um, at 10pm so if you're traveling through town and you want to see that come on out uh thursday evenings i I'm, I'm been hosting this open mic with one of my favorite youngsters in the comedy game uh brad golby uh we t- undertaken this project uh at the box there's a little food place in there called the pit but the box um which is i guess north vegas east vegas it's uh it's a real Vegasy part of Vegas, but <laughs> and I'm gonna be as vague as possible about what I mean by that. Woo! Oh my god, still got it, baby. Haven't missed a beat. That's right. Um Yeah, we do that every Thursday. Uh, mostly every Thursday. I'll say that. it it'll, it'll be every Thursday starting after Halloween. So starting in November every Thursday. Uh, But this upcoming Thursday, I'm trying to think of what the actual date is. Let me look at this. Uh, The 10th. So that might be today, honestly, by the time you hear this. But uh, the 10th, we got that mic happening. And then we'll be out for a couple of weeks while they do some other events. And then uh, once the schedule's solidified, uh, we will be back every Thursday at 9 at the box at... Uh, at the box (laughs) oh my goodness man oh my goodness I'm going to take some time to say some positive things some really really positive things you know I appreciate all the support that I get as a person for the fuckery that I promote and and the things that I fucking say man I had to shake a nigga down there's no way I'm not going to fucking talk about it i had to shake a nigga down for some money man promoters um people in general man you know it's it's uh pay pay people you're just gonna say it flat out pay your people be straight up about what's going on uh because it might have you looking like a clown for real um do that pay your people you know i had to i had to damn near chase a nigga around town You know, that was trying to duck me for some shit that he fucking did, man. The fucking promoter. I would call the motherfucker a comedian, but that implies that the nigga's fucking funny. (laughs) You see how I said I'm going to say something positive and I just jumped straight into the fuckery and (laughs) and the the motherfuckery of it all. (laughs) But yeah, man, this nigga was two hours late for his fucking show, right? Now, that's fine, but it was also my show. So the crowd left, the motherfucking headliner left, all of this shit, and uh, then the motherfucker showed up hella late, didn't say fucking two words to me, and I'm sitting here like I could have taken another gig, I could have stayed the fuck home, like I could have. I was actually trying to put out this podcast last week, you know what I'm saying? You know the budgets are real, baby. Uh, This nigga was holding my money that I needed to pay for, you know my my hosting of my podcast and shit, like. I had to re-record my episodes, I had like four episodes in the can, and I was like, this nigga done prolonged it in such a way, that I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and rework everything, but I'm not mad about that part, my thing is, you know, I had to call out the nigga publicly, well, not even publicly, is it public if it's online, I guess that's public, like, I had to post the shit online, cause this nigga was ducking, and then as soon as I say it in a public forum, then the man wants to respond. Then it hit me. uh, He hit me up and was like, "Oh, uh, I got your money." And I was like, "Okay, cool, man." And I was like, "I, I I can meet you. You could cash app, whatever. Like, I'm with the, I'm with the shits. You know what I'm saying? Uh, As a comic, you gotta be, uh, you gotta have those avenues to get your bread. You know, just make it easy on yourself and for other people. Um, So I was like, hey." one of the dozens of apps that I have for niggas to send me money, <laughs> and he never responded, he, he straight up tried to ghost me, man, so I'm sitting there here heated, because like I said, I'm trying to put out my show, you know what I'm saying, throw a little bit of the money towards some bills, all of that shit, uh, I had to find this nigga, now this is where you got it fucked up, this is for any janky ass promoters in general, you can't really dodge a motherfucker for money when they in the same city because your social media and shit and that's that social media shit is is fucking necessary uh to promote yourself nowadays the social media and, and all of that shit like that you have to uh fucking uh post where the fuck you're gonna be at or where your stuff is at so he wanted to ignore me I got off stage at the uh the bar fight comedy show at noreen's which was a wonderful wonderful fucking show um if you're in town and you haven't been or you have been whatever just go go to that shit i was on the last one they always got great fucking people uh this one was cool Uh, i was on there with cecilia sample uh tyler jolly and ty rivera and it was just a good time all around and uh i had to i had to bounce uh because this nigga was doing another show, and I was like, I can't wait another day for this nigga to give me my bread. So I really had to pull up. <laughs> like, there's no reason that I should have to be thugging in the comedy game, bro. I shouldn't have to be pulling up on people. But that's that's how these people want to play. <laughs> I shouldn't have to fucking pull up. So I pull up, man, uh, to the venue that he's at. I tap this nigga on the shoulder, and he. the only thing he says is, Oh hey. Uh let me get some change. So it was like it's not like you forgot about the money, you just forgot to tell me where to where to come get it. I had to come fucking find you. I ain't say too fucking much about it. He got the change, I got my bread. I was I was out, you know what I'm saying? But and don't and don't get me wrong. I felt like a baller, bro. I got that shit and then I hopped right on the highway. <laughs> Listening to fucking Freddie Gibbs, loud as shit, you, you know what I'm saying, like, just feeling like a, <laughs> a fucking thug, you know, for real, and I had to put on some Pusha tea. You, you know what I'm saying, Pusha T understands, like, if you ever, uh, angry or some, um, or some shit like that, or you really just want to feel yourself, smell yourself, you know, you undersmell, uh, <laughs> put on that push Pusha tea man, that shit was, that shit was fucking fire, you know what I mean, i'm sitting there you know (laughs) it's not like he owed me a stack it wasn't a lot of fucking money like damn it was just that's how the game goes you got to piece shit together so everything matters you know what i mean the money you have to fuck off you budget that just the same as anything else with the gigs that you got fucking coming so you try to work with reliable people and some people just aren't reliable now this is different than fucking Ghosting some dumbass corporate job or something else? You talking about other people in your community? You know what I mean? If if that's what you want to consider yourself a member of, you know, like face to face shit, you know, this, <laughs> like that—that's not good. That's not Gucci, you know. And niggas might feel bad that I, you know, I put them on blast about the, you know their reputation and all this other shit. But come to find out, now here's the next part of it. Here's the next chapter of it. Uh come to find out a bunch of people don't fuck with the nigga. Well, how come y'all didn't say that shit publicly before? Now I'm not mad at the people who who didn't do it, but it's an interesting question that that's uh was raised to me and I figure I I raise up my damn self. If you know that somebody is shitty and they're going to be detrimental to whatever the craft is or whatever the community aspect of it is uh or you know whatever professional business relationship that you're going to have you know i.e. you know money from one person to a fucking another or one entity to another however you want to put it like professional shit why would you not say that shit publicly already and then everybody want to be on this tip of like oh the fuck these corporations or blah 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 it, you not this is how this shit perpetuated that's exactly how it's fucking perpetuated. Like, you are not gonna say it when the niggas small time nickel nickel diamond fucking um, uh, fucking people over and trying to bullshit people. And then when the motherfucker becomes something, if they become something, then you want to call it out when they have enough money to shut you the fuck up anyway, because they haven't been paying nobody else. Now that's the fucked up part about it. You know, you you have to police yourselves, whether whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whatever. Now I'm saying now I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you have to do shit. But if you are gonna turn around and, and point the finger at a motherfucker and be like, yeah, I wouldn't have done that, blah 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 you know, now you can't necessarily that's the whole i am I my brother's keeper type shit. But in this day and age, if you know in this situation, if you know that somebody's a janky ass promoter and They running around (laughs) flim-flamming. That's not a a phrase that the young folks use. But they run around flim-flamming and scamming and, you know know what I'm saying, NBA jamming, you know what I'm saying, trying to keep me off my salmon. You (laughs) underdig? I don't know why I'm talking like this. Shout out to Old English. Uh, You know, you got to call that shit out or at least let people know on the low. Like, that should be a global announcement that this nigga's fucking up. You ain't got no problem talking about uh, if who's funny, you know, or, or, or who's this, that, and the third, but for some reason, it seemed like the more prevalent or the, the more people are in agreement that somebody is a piece of shit, the less likely they are to talk about it. Well, that's where people are actually fucking vulnerable. If somebody's just shitty to you, that's, that's fucking personal. I'm sitting here thinking that this nigga trying to hold on to my bread is personal, when in reality, he's just a whack-ass nigga. <laughs> you know? Running running around acting fucking stupid. Bur- burning rooms, burning relationships, acting fucking goofy. And it's like, people don't ever forget that. And then even if they were to forget it or move on past it or, or whatever, that shit takes fucking years. So you sit here and just fuck yourself up in a career. Well, let that nigga crash and burn. But it needs to be said. I, you know? i'm not always gonna be the person to sit here and and break it down like that well i'll put it this way yeah i will but i don't have to be the only one or the first one like fuck all that when you see some bullshit like get the fuck away from it first and foremost that's just self-preservation get the fuck away from the bullshit period just fuck the dumb shit but after that you know, if you see somebody else involved in it, well, you know, if you're supposed to be friends or you, or you give a fuck, say something. Now, if you the watch them crash and burn type, by all means, do you. There's nothing wrong with little schadenfreude, you know, here and there. <laughs> but just understand the type of person that it could make you, you know, when it's in this context, when you put it in that light, you know, outside of it being personal. Just think about that fucking part of it. That's how it goes. Uh, what else I want to talk about oh man I went to this fucking gong show man shout out to fucking Ryan Barassa and Ian uh, Rainier and uh, Sand Dollar and of course Ralph Tutella for fucking uh, putting on the gong show man uh, niggas was hurt you know I don't even think niggas is going to discuss how hurt they might have really been by that shit cause a bunch of people signed up cause it was like oh you could win a hundred bucks Hey, it's not bad, you know. But then you had niggas ducking the fuck out. They saw motherfuckers getting gonged, and they said, "Oh no, my ego! (laughs) I don't know if I could take that shit." Or who knows what their reason was? I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna put words in nobody's mouth. But fucking, that shit was fucking hilarious. I think it's funny because we—if you sit there and you just garbage. Now it was an open mic show. It wasn't like it was like booked it's a mic show and or open show right and <laughs> you know if, if niggas is gonna take themselves that fucking seriously and it's like a contest and it's an open mic like man you gotta just go out to wherever the fuck you're going just to have fun like I see a lot of that and then sometimes I see people that don't see that aspect of it it's not necessarily a social call to, to fucking go out to an open mic and shit like that Um, you know it's, you know, I might say some cliche shit to, that, to some people, but it's like, yo, you're going out, it's basically, you're going to the gym, you're going to network, uh, you're going to fucking Stay Sharp, all of, all of that stuff, like, but have fun, man, like, you're going to a, like, typically, you're going to a fucking bar, like, even if you don't drink, you don't have to, you don't have to drink to have fun, you know what I'm saying? That's that Kendrick Lamar shit, you know, fucking Section 80 style, it's like, uh, you know, OD like you, you. know, you ain't gotta get drunk to have fun. You know, you don't have to drink. You know, especially when we out here with this legal weed. What to do, baby? <laughs> you know, or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, just have fun. I think people forget to have fun and they're so worried about being the funniest motherfucker there. Who fucking cares? You typically not getting paid. And, and you have the opportunity to say and do what you want like it's such low stakes at a mic like the stakes are so low generally speaking you know some places of course you want to do super super well you, you know what i'm saying you want to get past you want to get your chops up you always want to try to be funny but you don't have to take yourself as a comedian so damn seriously you know and i get it this is the dead ass podcast you know what i mean this show is not necessarily about stand-up comedy but this episode is at least it was so far um what else has been going the fuck on oh man i got a little bit more time i'll tell you guys about this man so you know i accidentally took six hits of molly and not right now but like last week and (laughs) yo i was just fucking lit bro i was just lit like that shit was fucking intense Like, I was having a really, really good time. Uh, But it's hard to have a good time for, like, 12 hours, man. Like, (laughs) you know, there's only so much that your fucking teeth can take. But I finally experienced, like, some of the more, I guess, legendary or typical shit. Because I really always have, like, my own kind of experiences with fucking... I guess hallucinogens is is the best way to put it you know what I mean uh psychedelics and shit like that I always have my own type of experience and I have a good time but I've never seen like some of the more legendary shit like fractals like I've never seen that shit before in my life unless I like squeeze my eyes and then just open them and then it's just like you see some weird like shapes and shit but flat out just like my whole world was looking like a buddhist blanket my nigga like (laughs) dead ass my whole shit was just different like everything was dope everything like i don't fucking recommend doing that amount but uh unless you know as jimmy might say you are experienced (laughs) and i and i am you know you know what i'm saying so you know, I ride the wave, you know, I might, I might grow up to be a shaman, I say I might grow up, I'm about to turn 32, I got a few more months, but, (laughs) I got like five or six, five now, I think, we'll see, but, uh, this shit was fire, man, I definitely recommend if you have the guts to just do a high dose of hallucinogens, I remember they used to say dumb shit, they probably still say it, I'm just not around idiots. Or kids, or anything like that. So, I remember one guy did acid, and now he thinks he's a a glass of orange juice. And if you touch him, he's gonna feel like he spilled over. Well, you know that uh, he might just be schizophrenic, bro. That's not necessarily LSD's fault. Don't blame acid for your problems. You know, legalize it. No, I'm. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this shit should be legal or not. That you know, that's not even really my case. What I'm saying is I had a great time. But that shit normally, you know, you have like a crash or a kind of like a come down thing. You know what I mean? You kind of jittery or whatever. And like I experienced that like in the moment, but the next few days, any other time I've been like almost bored. That's what can happen with uh psychedelics. It's like you get bored with your environment. Um just because the trips can be so spiritual or religious or just meaningful um that life can just be like bored or you can also get like an afterglow so i had a really dope afterglow you know what i mean because and it just really was almost like organizing a filing cabinet or something like that a little bit of fall cleaning spring cleaning type of thing you know where it was like it put a lot of shit in perspective not in some crazy profound way uh you know, I guess there was some profundity to it, but it wasn't, like, the craziest thing in the world. It was just like, oh. Uh, I kind of... Things just kind of lined up. So I was, like, very, very motivated. Whereas, maybe it was just good shit, and I'd just been doing trash molly this whole time. <laughs> but this shit was fucking good to the point of, like, oh. You know, I cut back on the drinking and, and, and shit like that. I fucking finally found the motivation to put my ass back into uh back into the gym and, and shit like that. Um, you know, really just realizing different potentials that I had, uh, and, and different things to go for. And I always enjoy like the motivation and the and the positive type of shit, whether it's like maybe, you know, ambient music or or, or you know, shit without lyrics, but like kind of soulful or up upbeat kind of thing. I like to see positive shit, not like I'm the nigga that I just sit around looking at cat memes all day, but you know, I, I like to. I'm not super religious, but I, I like to pray on success. You know what I'm saying? I like to meditate on that type of shit and and keep things focused. And this was kind of like a like a pre workout to a positive mentality, if that if that makes sense. It wasn't so much me sitting around being like, oh man, the the cover of this 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 book uh, is making my dick hard you you know all kinds of weird shit like that (laughs) you know it was really really more of a uh a mental uh fix you know or i don't i won't say fix i don't want to act like but you know definitely there was a therapeutic quality to it and it's not like i was going through a bunch of problems which lord knows i have you know what i'm saying uh between whatever goofy shit, you know what I mean, depression, existential crises, and, and and shit like that, that's not really where I'm at in my, in my life, I'm kind of just rolling with shit, and, you know, generally fucking happy, and I hope you are too, for real, I hope you, I hope you are just fucking peachy keen, you know, even with all the bullshit that you have to go through, I hope, I hope you're doing good, uh, but yeah, that molly was a nice fucking reset, you know, I'm not telling you to take a fucking you know a, a crazy ass fucking dose you know i'm not telling telling you to do some wild shit and become a supervillain and as, as shit like that <laughs> you know if that's how it happens or a superhero just you don't have to be super man just be you you know i like you <laughs> and that's all that really fucking matters but yo uh we back. Like I said, uh, we are now on blackfromthewaistdown.com. That is my website. Uh hopefully I'll have like the the digital open mic lists and shit up on there shortly. Um that way you guys can check that out. We got a nice little merch store. I'm designing underwear. Um I it's kind of like a cool hobby, I guess. Um But you can buy those things. I also got different products and stuff, uh that uh, that you can that you can purchase and uh we'll put some more stuff in the store and we're kind of just kind of just running with it uh so there's merch and there is just products in general uh that you can just fucking check out but right now we're just rocking with the underwear um i try to do everything more catering towards like people who travel and, and people like me you know I, I know there's nobody just like me just like there's nobody like you either but <laughs> uh I tend to lose shit, so I've been trying to find the perfect underwear with pockets. Something that can fit my passport, something that can fit my keys or my pocket knife, my rubbers, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even my molly, you know what I mean? Don't keep your drugs in your butthole anymore. Just get some, <laughs> just get some undies with some pockets at blackfromthewaistdown.com. Uh, but yeah, I got a couple designs up, uh, uh, and some cool shit uh, feel free to check it out like I said we got more dope shit coming soon and uh, blogs, YouTube yada 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 all that, all of that fucking cool stuff uh, my name is Randall Me Thompson thank you guys so much for listening uh, the next episode is not going to be so stand up comedy heavy but I just wanted to get that shit out there for the streets and uh, just do it proper and I'm hungry man i'm thinking about getting on one of these apps and ordering something to eat you know what i'm saying but it's always do you want thai food or greek food you know and then i close the app and they're like would you like to leave a review and i always leave one star and then they say oh we see you leaving a one-star review do you care to comment and i always tell them i eat ass nigga